Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a Women in Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hi, I am Deja Williams. I am a manufacturing and quality engineer at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory based in Los Angeles, California. We work on NASA's robotic systems. So with that, I mean, you see, you can see their talent behind closed doors and things of that sort, but the rest of the world can't. Sometimes, like I said, I used to ask my mom all the time, like, why me? You know, why did I get chosen for this scholarship? Uh, why did I get chosen to... Like, I, I've been doing great things like all of my life. And a lot of times my my mom fought for a lot of that. I'll be honest, my mom put me in a lot of great places. There was this really cool internship when I was in high school. It was called the Yes Teens and it was Youth Exploring Science. And you had to be nominated to be in it. My mom introduced the program to my Boys and Girls Club, but I still didn't get chosen. Uh, but she went in there, she's like, yo, I introduced the program to you guys. Like, my daughter needs to be in this. I want her to learn these STEM topics. Uh, so she got me in there. But the fact that they said, yes, yeah, like, okay, why am I getting this special privilege? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I can't explain it. This is Alishba Imran. I'm a machine learning and blockchain developer currently working at Hanson Robotics, which is a company doing research in AI and robotics to build humanoids. And I'm based out of Toronto, Canada. Yeah, I think like for me, it was it was just realizing that I think a lot of people like tend to at least like most people that I've talked to, I think your mindset is very much like 80% of the time you're thinking about the future versus like actually living in the present. And I think that's, that's also something that I do where it's just like, I'm, I'm thinking about the future and like what I want to do next versus like what is going on in this moment. And so that for me was, was a huge thing, just like spending less time thinking about the future, but still being open to, to planning the future. So I think like, for me, it's more of like ambiguity. If you are thinking about the future, there's going to be a lot of ambiguity. And I think you have to be okay with that. And it's okay to like want things and have goals and actually reach for those goals. But I think if you always have that mindset of thinking about the future, I think you're less likely to live in the current state that you're in and actually be happy with it. I think for me, that was the first thing was like to stop thinking so much about things that haven't happened because the reality is, is like, this is the moment 
that exists, right? Like this is the only moment that actually exists right now. Like me talking to you, it's like the future hasn't even happened. It's just like something that might happen, something that we have no idea about. And so for me, that was like a a huge shift in just like my thinking. And then I think the other thing that probably a lot of people can relate to is just like comparing yourself to other people a lot. I think often we do that. It's just like that person has, you know, this X metric of success. Like I want that as well. And I used to do that a lot where like it was like a comparison of like me and, and the other person. But I think it's less of me comparing myself to other people and more of just like me comparing myself to who I was like two years ago. Right. And if you just reflect on that, it's like, yes, I've grown a lot. And like, if that's the way that you live, you want to grow and you want to learn a lot, then I think you're always happy, right? Like you're always growing, you're always learning as long as you're, you're constantly trying to achieve that. And how did you gain this confidence? Is it through your family or did you find this confidence on your own? It's like confidence is not something that you develop overnight, right? I think it's like similar to the way people speak about passions where it's like, I want to find my passion, but it's not like your passion is right there and and you're just going to wake up one morning and be like, that's my passion. It's something you have to develop, right? It's like, it's like a friend where you have to like develop a relationship over time. And so for me, like confidence was something I, I spent a lot of time on is like, Like one thing that helped me a lot was public speaking. And this is something I recommend to a lot of people is like put yourself out there and just like do public speaking because I think you're just like making yourself open for failure. And because of that, like you just gain more confidence in yourself because you're open to hearing other people's perspectives and you know what that's like. And so for me, that was a huge thing where before, like I remember I, I was like, kind of scared of public speaking. It was something that I wouldn't actively be like, I want to go speak here. Though recently I've been like speaking at a lot of conferences and like just speaking on a lot of stages where like it's very open to people's opinions and feedback, but also just being there and speaking about your work just makes you feel a lot more confident in yourself. And so I think like building that relationship with yourself is really important at first. But one way I think you can do that is through public speaking and being more open to putting yourself out there. Hey, my name is Erica Kanna. I work over at Swell.is as the brand and content lead for a headless commerce company. I'm based in Montreal. Yeah, I think getting my job was like not easy and not because it was like a difficult process or anybody made it specifically tough. I think it was on my own volition and it was really up to me at that point in my life to pull up my own socks and be like, okay, where am I going? And like, what do I want? And how can I make that happen for myself? And I I live alone and I, I had been quarantining alone for like the whole of COVID and still ongoing, obviously, right now. And I was like, there's so much that I said I wanted to do that I'm just not doing. And like, it's like, let's go, like it's time. And I just kind of had a moment where I was like, either I'm gonna do this or I'm never really gonna do it. And it was a moment of like clarity that I had, but also a moment where I was like, it's kind of all or nothing, like roll the dice, figure it out, stop playing small and just shoot for something a lot bigger and take a risk. And I did. And in doing that, what I learned was the key to being able to do that is like you really just have to trust yourself and you have to believe in yourself. I know it sounds super cheesy, but like when I got myself to a point where I knew 
that I'm capable, that I'm smart, that I'm experienced, that I have something to offer, that I'm excited to offer it. That's when all of this stuff started to kind of fall into place for me career-wise. Up until that point, I think I was like waiting for people to tell me where I could go next. And it was never good enough or I was never finding myself satisfied or fulfilled. And now what's so interesting is like the conversations that I have with my team every day are so much fun. Everyone is just the best and they're super supportive. They're really kind people. Like it's overall what I was really looking for out of a job. And I think it was, it wasn't easy because it's like, it really challenges you to wake up in the morning and choose to really be like, no, I know I can do this. And it's like really hard to do that. So yeah. I love that. That's, <laughs> and thank you for putting your vulnerabilities out there. It makes us all feel so much more connected. Before we start to wrap up, speaking of connected, how can people connect with you? Yeah, totally. People can follow me on Twitter. My handle is at Hey Erica Canna. Um, so it's spelled H E Y E R I K A K H A N N A. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but that's my full name. And otherwise, I'm also on Instagram with the same um, uh, or similar handle. It's just my full name. So it's Erica underscore Canna on Instagram. Um, and yeah, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn as well. So just search my name, Erica Canna, and you'll find me. Um, if you want to talk about tech, if you want to talk, about the industry or just general conversations. I'm always happy to meet new people. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.